All right, guys, welcome back into another NBA DFS video. My name is Eric Paul Zine with 9to5 Sports. Going to be getting into this big 10-game slate on Wednesday, 10-26. Obviously, with it being a big slate, there could be a lot of slate-breaking news that comes before lineup block or during lineup block, after lineup block, like yesterday happened. And that's something I do want to remind you guys about. You know, These are videos that I'm making in the morning. The slate can change throughout the day. Shy ended up being active. And because he was active, that made Dort, who I was really high on yesterday, you know, be a play in which wasn't that good. Okay. And that's kind of the issue with NBA DFS. And that's kind of the issue with putting out an NBA DFS video in the morning. I feel like most of you guys know that, but for maybe those people that are coming over from my NFL or PGA videos, I just want to remind you guys that, or tell you guys that yes, NBA DFS does change throughout the night. Okay. Most of the time, the top plays in the morning are still going to be the top plays. The issue comes when you're targeting top plays that also are top plays because there's an injury. And I'll tell you guys right now, like Dennis Smith Jr. is a play that I like. Obviously, he was on the cover. Terry Rozier is doubtful, and that's why I like him. So we could see that potentially be a play in which we need to monitor. If Terry Rozier is active, that makes Dennis Smith Jr. a little bit less intriguing. One other thing I want to call out as well, I didn't touch on Jalen Green or uh, Kevin Porter Jr. in the video as honorable mention core plays, which you guys will see. Yes, I do. I do the intro after I do the, the plays. Seeker of the pros right there. Um, they are both solid plays on the slate going against Utah, a game in which you want to be targeting. Okay. So before we get into those picks that I just touched on, please make sure to like and subscribe to the channel. That helps me help you guys out a lot. A lot of you guys did that yesterday. Let's keep that going. I'm trying to get to 5,000 subscribers before the new year. It'd be a pretty awesome goal of mine to uh, get to. Also, like a thousand views for an NBA DFS video, that'd be a pretty awesome goal to hit as well. I think we came close to that yesterday and we might come, we might hit it actually today because there's some carryover views that continue. Uh, but that'd be another goal of mine as well. The last thing I want to touch on before we get into today's picks is would you guys be interested in me including a DraftKings lineup optimizer in my nine to five membership? Okay, the nine to five membership is $10 a month. Okay, already included in that is the premium golf package that has all the information you guys would need for golf and even much more than that. Okay, including that is the PGA DraftKings lineup optimizer, as well as the cheat sheet, ownership leverage, a bunch of stuff. We have the NFL DFS cheat sheet, as well as the NFL DraftKings lineup optimizer. Right now, the only NBA DFS tool that I have is the NBA DFS cheat sheet. With a lot of you guys liking the coverage, I was curious if you guys would want me to include that in there as well. I'm going to need a lot of love for you guys, though, to include that. So let me know in the comment section below if that is something that you guys would want included in the $10 membership. It would just be for DraftKings. So I want to make that clear. Okay. All right. Let's get into the top picks for today. All right, given the fact that this is a 10-game slate, I am going to be touching on the honorable mention core plays for this video, okay? For content purposes, yes, I'm still going to do the top five core plays, okay? But it's a 10-game slate. There's a lot of quality of play, so I do want to touch on those plays real quickly for you guys as well. So I do actually really like Jalen Brunson because, well, he's going to be going up against a, a player that I think is going to be a core play on the slate, Dennis Smith Jr. I'll touch on that later on. But the fact that Jalen Brunson is going to be matched up against him, that's highly appealing to me. That is a matchup. We know we know Dennis Smith Jr. is just not a good defender. Okay, so Jalen Brunson should be a strong play. Jalen Brunson, you know, the minutes should be there. Shot attempts should be there. Uh, he should be a safe, like, 36 DK point play. He's a solid play. I don't mind him. Um, just not a player I'm particularly going on my way to play just yet. Cole Anthony should be a strong price point play as well. If he does get some more minutes, then he could potentially break the slate. The problem with him is right now he's only getting about 30 minutes per game. Could he get to 38 DK points like he did two games ago? He certainly can. Jalen Suggs is out, which makes him a little bit more appealing of a play. If you find yourself needing a guard play at 6.1, he is certainly a quality play for you. 
I also do really like Trey Jones, who was going against the Minnesota Timberwolves, a matchup in which we just saw. Okay, he was able to score 34 DK points in that game while going three for 10. Okay, that is pretty bad. He only had eight DK point or eight actual points. Okay, if he gets double digit points like he had, like previous to that, his lowest point total was 14. Okay, so he was able to contribute other ways. And at 5.5, that's a very cheap price point. So he's another player that you could be looking at as well. In that same game, Josh Richardson is going to hold some value with Devin Vessel. Vessel, I'm butchering that name a little bit, but with him out, Josh Richardson could sneak into some more minutes. Okay, the issue is I don't feel like the minutes are guaranteed. Now, obviously, if he's starting or something, then we would love that. Okay, that's the news that I want to hear is that he's starting. Okay, but we can see, guys, you know, 17 minutes in the last game was able to score 16 DK points. Uh, when he got 20 minutes, was able to score 19. And when he got 28 minutes, was able to score 34 DK points. So, yes, if the minutes are going to be there, he's going to be an elite play. Okay, and he is a player that, given the multiple position eligibility, I have been ending up on a ton. So, I'll just put him into the build for now. And then Lori marketing as well, guys. Okay, the fact that he had a bad shooting game last game does make me like him just as much this slate like if he had kept like shooting well and kept like putting up 50 dk points it would have been like more risky i feel like because we knew that the bad game was going to happen sooner or later i mean he went 0 for 6 from three-point land and he also went over three from field goals he didn't have any assists he had only six rebounds like it was just a bad game it's pretty clear to see that this is still a high over and under game still a game in which you want to be targeting and because he had a bad game his price point is still lower than it should be relatively speaking given how well he had played previously so he's still a player that i'm going out of my way to play just not exactly a core play all right so gonna be starting off with jabari smith i like jabari smith a lot on the slate just given the fact that we do have him as a power forward and a center eligibility play that to me is intriguing jabari smith also last game Saw 34 minutes with Sangun out, who is going to be out in this game as well. So we should begin those center minutes for Jabari Smith, who's able to put up 42 DK points in that game. Obviously, Kelly Olenek, Laurie Markkinen, and also uh, Jared Vanderbilt weren't able to stop Jabari Smith. Uh, but it is a good price point play. And he was one rebound away from getting a double-double in that game as well. Um, 6.5. Yes, there is some risk at that price point. But at the same time, I do think he's going to have the same quality of game that he had last game. It is risky, and that's why I have him at number five. You could find some other center slash power forward plays as well. That's another issue that I have with him, but should be a strong play for you in a game in which you want to be targeting. And then I did mention Dennis Smith Jr. would be a core play for me on the slate. 6K is a cheap price point, relatively speaking. Okay, Dennis Smith Jr. did get uh, 34 minutes in the last game, which, you know, intriguing. With Terry Rozier looking like he's going to be out, and that's the big one. We need to just make sure. Lamella Bell is already out. Terry Rozier currently questionable. He is listed as doubtful. Okay, so that is the caveat. Kind of like last night with the Dort stuff. Dort was only a very solid play because Shy was going to be out. Okay, so I feel like that's the same thing with Dennis Smith. Like, he is a very solid play because it's looking like Terry Rozier is going to be out. And if he is out, Dennis Smith Jr. comes into a significant role. He gets a 12% bump in usage with Rozier off the court, and he's seen 11 DK points more per 36. So that's highly intriguing to me. So at 6K, we like that. And then from there, Tyler Hero, guys. Tyler Hero is still very cheap, okay? He is producing at a great rate right now. We've seen like three out of his four games thus far have been great results, results that we would absolutely take at 6.9 still, okay? And the one game in which he struggled, he only saw 22 minutes, and that's because he got into foul trouble, okay? Still had a great game, still had 32 DK points. He has been a strong price per minute player this whole season, okay? I'm not going to shy away just because... Miami should be able to beat Portland in this game. 
We get multiple position eligibility as well. 6.9, I still love him as a play, and I'm going to continue to roll with him until he kind of lets us down. Should be a strong play again. Okay, so the top two core plays are kind of just obvious core plays, I think, on the slate. So Russell Westbrook is currently doubtful. Even if he plays, LeBron James could still hold value. So yes, it is a night game, and we might not get that news before lineup lock of Russell Westbrook being ruled out. I do think it makes LeBron less appealing as a play if Westbrook is active, but at the same time, it shouldn't like really hinder LeBron's production. I mean, we've seen him put up 62, 49 and 60 DK points thus far. He should still be a solid play. So the fact that we could potentially get 50 DK points at 10K, I like that a lot. Uh, and just like kind of comparing LeBron to maybe Giannis, like, yes, we're probably getting 60 points from Giannis, but is that price discount enough? You know, like I think the price discount is enough to go with LeBron over him. Kevin Durant, same thing. Like I would much rather just play LeBron. And then my top court play on the slate is going to be Donovan Mitchell. Okay. With Darius Garland still out, we saw Donovan Mitchell have a great game in the last game against Washington. Was able to put up 56 DK points, which was his third straight 50 DK point night. Okay. The minutes have obviously been there for Donovan Mitchell, and I think they'll continue to be there for him. He should be a strong play. It wouldn't be shocking to see him get 50 DK points once again. Obviously, you're paying up 9.5 for him. That is what you're expecting. You're expecting him to shoot the ball around 20 times. You're expecting him to get a lot of assists. You're expecting him to get some rebounds. Okay. That is what we need from him for sure. And I will say 9.5. It is starting to get risky there, but I do think he's going to be a very strong play. Let's just say we're locking in 40 to, let's just say 60 DK points um, for Donovan Mitchell on this slate. Then obviously, guys, like we don't have enough salary left over to make this specific build work. So we'd have to find some value elsewhere. Maybe you have to go off of LeBron or something. I don't particularly like that, but you could. So instead of going with LeBron for now, like I do want to find a way to fit him into my builds, but for now we'll go Trey Jones. Okay. At the guard spot, I think he's going to give us 30 DK points on the slate. And then we have 5.2 left over. Let's see if we can fit in there. Maybe Vanderbilt. I'm fine with him as a play. Like if he gets 30 minutes again, he should be able to get 30 DK points. Even if he only gets 25 minutes, he should be able to get to around 30 DK points. Obviously at 34 DK points in the last game, had a double, double, not a bad play. Like we'll put him in there for now. Try to figure it out. Um, uh, by lineup lock. But that's all I have for you guys for this video. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Make sure to let me know in the comments section below about the NBA lineup optimizer. If that is something you guys would want as NBA DFS members that would be included in the $10 membership, let me know. Okay. We already have the DriveKins lineup optimizer for PGA and NFL. If enough people are interested in that, that is something I can include in the nine to five membership as well. Okay. Let me know if that's something you would like. All right. Thanks for watching guys. Please like and subscribe. That helps the channel out. And as always guys, let's keep cashing.